This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Fivers, yep, uh, they've got some watch along bonus material for everybody. Uh, but I'm not alone, I've got my very good friend here, uh, the Oakland nominated co uh, podcast co host, uh, Derry, New Hampshire's own Mr. Will Mercier. Will, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm doing all right, I'm basking under my shrine where my award is hung. Uh, you know, if my camera works, you'd all be able to see it, but uh, Tom, long time no see. Yeah, it's been, God, I mean, what are we at about here, about 24 hours or so? Yeah, right about. <laughs> Funny how that I'm, I'm, I'm significantly better than I was yesterday. <laughs> good, good. I mean, I, I know you had a rough weekend and everything, so. Uh, but Will and I yeah, are not I was, I was definitely, I was trailing off towards the end. Like, I was, I was starting to, like, lose consciousness while talking, so I wasn't necessarily losing my spot in conversation, but I kind of like come to him like, what the fuck was I talking about? I was talking and I know I knew I was saying something like pertinent, but I had no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've all been there and obviously I was that way a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, but Will and I are not alone. We've got, uh, obviously the third member of this triumvirate, uh, the Irish misfit himself in the fucking house. Brendan, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Looking forward to this one. Yeah, this is this is going to be interesting. We'll kind of explain uh, the show notes here, uh, if you can see in the notes. Uh, but the three of us are not alone. We brought in some reinforcements. Uh, Mr. Big Dick Brett of the Brain Buster Boys. Also, Phoenix Splash, Posh, Bo, Phoenix Splash Podcast. Both shows you can hear on Visionaries Global Media, but I always love doing this. Will, how the fuck are you, my friend? Gentlemen, how the fuck are you? You also just called me Will, but that's okay. That's what you're yeah, used really? to saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're off to an awesome start. <laughs> I am wonderful, and I'm happy to be back for these. I think the only official watch-along I've done with you guys is the Joe Kobashi one, which was obviously a wonderful time. And, uh, yeah, this one was, I guess, kind of my suggestion. Tom, you can kind of talk how this all came about, but... uh yeah, pretty uh, pretty pumped up to be here. Yeah, so basically through some serendipity, I, I picked up my phone one day and my good friend Brundon says, well, Brett's talking about watching Ring of Honor matches from Brian Danielson on the Phoenix Podcast. <laughs> we should have him on. And look, here we here are. Here we are. <laughs> A Brian Danielson match. So, yeah, it was definitely some good synergy there. Um, it's always good to have the fam on, on the show. So, Brett's good to see you again, my friend. So Great to see you all. Yeah, happy to be here. 
Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, unless we were talking in pre-production, classic fucking high five time. So we've been fucking talking for 45 minutes. <laughs> so I should have pulled a Kyle and just started the record button, but I didn't want to. <laughs> you know. But shout, shout, obviously, shout out to the apron bump. Uh, Kyle just actually did a great review of WrestleMania 12. Um, so I'm hopefully doing a review of that main event one here these days, because I don't think I've actually watched that match. Um since I watched it in, in person, not in person, but in real time, so. Good stuff. Yeah. Sean and Brett. And I do have Brett Hart's uh, autobiography. It is in uh, the To Be Red Milk Crate, so it's on the top one, actually. It's wonderful. It really is. One of the best I've ever read. It can't be better than Have a Nice Day, though, right? It's up there. It It might be. I mean, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, because Have a Nice Day is, I mean, probably one of the best autobiographies I've ever read, period. Yeah. Bret Hart was also my, like, first favorite wrestler when I, like, I got into it, like, summer of 97, like, right before the screw job, you know, months before the screw job, but oh. always loved he and Owen. And I was the younger brother, but my name is Bret, so I kind of <laughs> could, like, associate with both, and... uh yeah, it's a it's a great book. I've only read it once, and it was a long time ago. And I would love to revisit it at some point. Um, I don't know if he. I doubt he's done like an audio version, but that would be awesome. That like would a, be amazing. him narrating the book would be sweet. I don't know, man. I could see him doing that. So, um, and shout out to a close personal friend, everybody on here, uh, Mister JJ Rold. I got to hang out with Bret Hart a couple weeks ago. Uh, for Minnesota All-Star Wrestling. so Oh, yeah, that's right. He was, damn, I need to hear more about that off-air sometime. But, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Bret Hart was the first wrestler I met when I came back to wrestling, too. And listen, I don't get starstruck very often. Um, like, maybe if I met Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies or uh, Jello Biafra. But, yeah, meeting Bret Hart, I was like, oh. Yeah. That's Bret Hart right there. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Oh, Carney, too. Like, everything's $40. So I was like, well, all right. What year was that? That was 2017, April 2017 for okay. ACW uh, Hornswoggles promotion up here in Oshkosh, Wrisconsin. Oh, wow. He hmm. runs a big, it's called Water City Con, so he brings in all the superstars and everything. So, Interestingly uh, enough, I was at the Monday Night Raw, I think it was 2010, when he first came hey, back. That's dope. And like Vince kicked him in the dick at the end of the night, but like the moment with Sean with the hug, like yeah, it was in Dayton, Ohio. It was a snowstorm too. <laughs> like driving from Cincinnati, it's about fifty minutes to an hour typically, but like it was snowing. It wasn't like a blizzard, but it was it was coming down. And I remember we made like a wrong turn at one point, and there's like a huge line of cars to get. It was a mess. But we ended up making it in like right on time. But yeah, certainly uh, turned out to be a pretty memorable night. That was also the night TNA debuted uh, the Monday Night Wars of twelve weeks or whatever. That's it was. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also, I remember it was January fourth. So, yes. unbeknownst to us, Wrestle Kingdom was also going on at that time. That's right. It would have been like the night before, technically, but the same date. So, yeah, yeah again, like crazy. You know, probably what four or five. Yeah, something like that. God damn. My brain is not ready to do prepared to do math right now. <laughs> I can look it up real quick. That could be a 
I'd be curious. To, I've last year was looked, 20? No, it was only like, This year was 20? No, I think 19. it was 18. Yeah, this year was 18. So it was 14 years ago. So yeah, it was four. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 4. Let's see. I'm pulling up the card. <laughs> and I can't type right now. So help me fill the air. <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> we're all sitting here. Hmm. Okay. Um, main event. It's a decent little card. It's Shinsuke Nakamura versus Yoshihiro Takayama. Do you guys know anything about Takayama? He was more of an all Japan and Noah guy. I know he punches really hard and kicks. He's a monster. <laughs> yes. He's like six seven. Um, he and Kobashi in Noah, like yes. during, Ko- during Kobashi's like insane reign, had a bonkers match that is uh, incredible. He has that clip with Don Fry too, where they're just beating the yes, dog shit that, out of each other. That match is nuts. So this, oh, I think I've, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's nuts. So this is clearly like a joint show with Noah because semi main is the GHC heavyweight title. Takashi Segura defending against Hiroki Goto. Match before that, and I know I've I've seen I think the last three matches here: Tanahashi versus Go Shiozaki. And then Naomichi Marafuji versus Tiger Mask for the junior title. That's your top four. So pretty nice. Not bad. Wow. No Bob Sapp, so you know, can't all be perfect. <laughs> yeah, so Brett was in the building. I was trying to steal Wi-Fi because I was working at the gas station in Stanley, Idaho at that time for my first winter in Stanley. And I remember hearing about that and I didn't have internet access, so I was at my friend's house who was a huge Shawn Michaels fan. So okay. we were ready to like yell at each other, and then Brett and Sean hugged. And we're like, "This, this doesn't feel right." Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't even watching wrestling at the time, but it still came across my radar. So I was like, "Oh, it was big." January fourth, twenty ten. What a day! Mm-hmm. The excellence of execution. That's a really good first like favorite wrestler. Oh yeah, he's still. So I was actually going to say this before we started recording. So I'd always. You know, I love ranking things, matches, whatever, wrestlers, what have you. Right. So I've always had in my head like an ironclad top three, their favorites of all time wrestlers for me in no real particular order, but it's Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Chris Jericho. And I've recently come to the realization that there's a fourth ironclad member, and it's fucking Brian Danielson. He's I- just... It's a great choice. I mean, you know, the yes movement, that era, you know, all of that was unbelievable. And like, I'd never really seen any of his ROH stuff, you know, until last four years, maybe five years, something like that. Like when I started diving back and then really into COVID kind of looking back at some of the older shit. And then of course, just the run he's had in AEW has been I mean, I think better than anyone could have ever imagined. Like, if you just look at the list of matches he's had, and I'm not going to rattle him off, but guy's been doing some special shit. So, and he's got Junakiyama this Saturday on Collision. It's like, let's go. Kind of upside on fuck. I mean, we say this all the time, but what kind what of world? world are we living in? I know. <laughs> you, you've used your bingo card analogy for you. It's like toss them out the window. We're not even playing bingo anymore. It's yeah. In February. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, just... it's February. We've seen Edge versus Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Already. Listen to this. I thought about this the other day and haven't 
expressed it anywhere, but we've got Vince McMahon gone. We had Rossi Ogawa gone from stardom, Scott Demore gone from TNA in the first month of the year. Mm -hmm. That's true. Just wild. And the Vince thing is obviously different and we don't need to talk about it, but Rossi and uh, Demore leaving both were pretty shocking. Yeah. I mean, Scott Demore, what the fuck are they thinking? I don't actually on the cruise not to bring up the jericho cruise again oh. even though it wasn't on air but like who's got a bell he just walked by shortly after like getting on and it was the weekend after the josh alexander osprey match which was phenomenal and he cut that amazing promo after i'm just like that was a hell of a promo last week he's like thanks man and then it's like now he's gone it's just wild like i i, I don't get it like they're either they're really stupid or they know something that's some really shady shit. And I'm hoping it's option A. Well, the reports, I don't know. If, and who knows what to believe, but it's that he had like actually tried to buy the company himself. And then I guess he was wanting, cause Anthem sports, whatever owns it. And I guess he was just pushing them to keep spending money. You know, it's like, we got to keep up, you know, we're trying to turn this into something. And they basically just said, no, fuck you. And it just kind of like a difference of ideologies and he's just out. But like, I don't know if you've seen like the talent have like come out and have like a petition. Yeah, they wrote a big, long letter. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And everyone's tweeting that hourglass thing. Yeah. So. Be fascinating to see. And apparently Rossi, who is the founder of Stardom, is planning to start his own promotion, which could be similar to the all Japan Noah exodus depend you know it seems like a lot of the stardom talent stand with him I mean I doubt it's going to be that drastic where everyone but like four people from the company jump over but it already seems like Julie is headed to WWE but is like staying to help him start his promotion again this is all dirt sheets what have you but it all sounds pretty accurate. I don't know. But again, just the landscape of wrestling. Just what a world, like you said. Yeah. Julia is a fucking superstar. Oh, God. Yes. yes. <laughs> don't even get started. Yeah. And uh, well, and Brett, I owe you and JCB to hit me to Julia in the first place. So, and okay. you know, as you know, I'm off. I've been off stardom since October, but like it was. 2022 it was perhaps the best promotion in the world and it's still good i just i only don't have as much time anymore and for booking and other various reasons i just kind of fell off but there's still so much incredible talent over there and it'll just be interesting to see what happens with the new promotion as well yeah wow what a what a fucking year yeah, and speaking of Danielson, so I um I just got back into wrestling like October 2015. Um, so I was you know I was watching live when his his retirement announcement um for Raw, and me not even watching wrestling, I even got teared up, and I barely even knew who the fuck this guy was. Yeah. I had that on my DVR for years until the whole DVR and everything got erased. I I couldn't bring myself to delete it. <laughs> it was such a nice moment. It really was. Yeah, we were talking Cole Cabana um, earlier, but have you guys ever seen Cole Cabana's Road Diaries? Like any of his DVDs? I've no. never seen it. I've heard of all about them, though. I I have them. 
I haven't watched them yet. Oh, I, nice. Yeah, I've got all three. I haven't watched the second two, but yeah, the first one's all. I mean, Danielson and Colbe- Cabana, you know, on the roads just before uh, Danielson got signed the first time in 2010. So that was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. So, you know that motherfucker. It is. I think was he- that in between. When he got fired for choking out Justin Roberts, I think it was his first time. So because this is okay. two thousand nine, so yeah. assuming because he showed up like January two thousand ten, right? Or yeah, I think it was signed in two thousand nine. Okay, maybe it is between then. Yeah, because he went to FCW and then he did the original NXT and then he was fired that first Invasion night. Yeah, but then he was back like in no time. He was back um, by SummerSlam. SummerSlam 2010. Yeah. So yeah, that would have been yeah that would have been 2010 because Bret Hart was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's supposed to or something like that on John Cena's Nexus team. Yeah. Daniels can get his heart rate down to 32 beats per minute. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. That man he, is. He can do. He can do a lot of things. The yeah. the interview he did for the oral session was somehow like he's teaching himself like speed read and like yeah that was a great interview. I mean, I think I, it might be time. I, it might be time for me to go full vegan. I mean, it works for fucking Brian Danielson. It works for fucking Zack Zapper Junior. So I tried, and every time I make a salad, it turns into a steak. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's got spinach in it. <laughs> Real Not quick, cooked, though, Zack Sabre Jr., how about the fucking match those two guys had a couple weeks ago? All the stars. Give them Yeah. All. My Lord. Like, the one at Wrestle Dream last year, like, I went five stars on both, but the one, this one, the new beginning in, what was it, Osaka, I think, was just incredible. Like, they, like, they, they, you know, they bill it as the two best technical wrestlers, and yet they're just beating the piss out of each other the whole <laughs> fucking time. Is the blow-off match at uh, Forbidden Door or Wembley or whatever? No, Wembley, yeah. Probably Wembley. I did it, I, Did you guys see today that it came out that Forbidden Door is likely going to be at Arthur Ashe this year where they've Ooh. had like slam events? I think that'd be pretty interesting. I've been to Arthur Ashe. So. Were you at... Were you at one of those, the Dynamites or whatever? The Grand Yeah, Sports? the Dynamite and Rampage. It was the... Uh, oh, jeez. Ah. <sighs> I only remember I remember it going to one in the morning, and uh, I know the blow off on Rampage was Ricky Starks and Hobbs. Mm. So nice, yeah. But yeah, I was at the yeah the second Arthur, not Danielson uh, Omega. Okay, Dynamite. Yeah, it was excellent though. Yeah, those shows were always good. Yeah, Brett and I were at the first Forbidden Door to Sam, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were, and what a night it was. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> it really was. I don't know how the fuck they, I mean, when I booked that room, I said it was for six people, but that room was not for six people. <laughs> hey, but we made it work. We did. So, yeah, me and JCB got to snuggle up on the, you know, <laughs> on the bed, so. I hope you slept ass to ass. <laughs> uh, that dick, dick to dick. Other people, so, you know. <laughs> I'll just leave that a, a lure for everybody. Um, I remember that room just smelled like farts after. <laughs> just six dudes for two nights. Yeah, and like I remember, I just walking in there. I'm like, this is for seven people. I was like, <laughs> at least Chad was a good sport. He's like, I don't mind sleeping on the floor. So yeah. Um. 
But yeah, actually, Brett, so I, last time you were on the show, I don't think we asked you, because I keep spacing this when we have guests on, but what's your, did I ask you your opinion of olives last time you were on the show? Of what? Olives. Speaking olives. I don't know if you have or not, but I am anti-olive. <laughs> there we go. Another one bites the dust. Pretty vigorously anti-olive. I'm also vigorously anti-olive. What's that? Is it vigorously anti? Not just anti-olive. Not just ah, I could take them or leave them. Vigorously opposed. That's correct. Let me pull up Brett's number here and delete. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Man, you guys are fucking weird. Yeah, what do you have, like, one person that likes olives since you've asked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're the weirdo. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not right. I and mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. So, like I always say, Tom, my whole family loves olives, just not yeah. me. Yeah. God, man, I should have your family on the show now, so. <laughs> just kidding. I'm always willing to try. Like today when I was making platters at work, I'm like, I want to try. I wonder if you can try like an olive, like straight off the tree. Cause usually you just see them like they're brined and they're whatever have you. It's like, can I just walk up to this thing and just be like, I'm going to eat this raw ass olive off this tree. Maybe, maybe I'd feel differently. Yeah. I love them. In the Cause I, I, I fuck around with the olive oil. I fuck around the balsamic, which are derived from the olives, but I'm just not a fan of the olives themselves. That's like people who don't like tomatoes but like ketchup. I'm one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. I'm definitely, I'm not like fully picky, but I am definitely on the pickier side. So it's like if you knew my eating tendencies, you would not be surprised that I don't like olives. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you know, the tomatoes thing. There's so much variety of tomatoes, and there's a lot of bad tomatoes out there. You just gotta have the right tomato for you. Yeah, I just, I just love tomatoes in general. So our our landlords actually grow tomatoes um, right outside our house, so it's always nice. And then uh, they started doing that too, so it's always nice having freshly picked tomatoes. So yeah, like I'm good with tomatoes, like in pasta and like sun dried tomatoes, but like a tomato on a burger or a sandwich, not for me at all. I like like tomatoes and mozzarella. You make that salad with uh, yeah. balsamic or whatnot. Yeah, the caprese, the basil. Yes, yeah. I can I can screw with that. Yeah. Faith makes or uh, grows basil too. Basil's wonderful. Yeah, Faith really grows the basil. <laughs> yeah. Sometime soon with the nice weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, don't you talk to my friend Faith like that. <laughs> All right, so it's so good. I mean, for basil fresh off the fucking plant. Oh. Yeah. That's the one thing I miss about working at a Tuscan market up here is when you walked in, they had like the big stand that was just basil. So like you walk through the door and that's all you could smell. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't miss anything else about that place, but I do miss all the basil. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, well, gentlemen, um, you know, like I said, we've been, uh, you know, at this here for well over an hour. Um, you guys want to watch some wrestling together? I Let's... thought this was a food podcast. <laughs> it's, a, I mean, like I always say, it's our podcast, so we can do whatever the fuck we want. So, goddamn right. 
Um, I mean, yeah, half our podcast last last night was basically music. So, what did you say? We about can just talk about what sounds we should add to our 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 soundboard that we're working on. <laughs> yeah, we've got two right now. So, all right, yeah. two whole sounds. And I'll have to also load in a bell. Well, I should just buy a bell. I love the bell gimmick, so. Um, yeah, I am throwing my headphones because I can't get my speaker to work on my work computer. Uh, hopefully work doesn't hear me say that. Um, I'll still be uh, here, but uh, everybody ready? So they're at zero, 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 zero. Hold Do we on, tell them I... what we're watching? Probably, too. Give me one sec. My, <laughs> Chrome ca- my Chromecast timed out. <laughs> we're, I'm just... We're watching Brian Danielson, Roger Strong for the ROH World title from This Means War 2005. Yeah, you're right. We never really said the match. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, break my back and kick my fucking head in. So that's right. (laughs) For those who can't see, Tom will put the link in the show notes. I will. (laughs) I will. No one can see because we're not on the YouTubes, but as Tom said, my name tonight is Break My Back and Kick My Fucking Head In. Yeah. Speaking of and, YouTube, you said TK's going to Windy City Riot too, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, the real TK. And we also realize that you are also a TK. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing is none of us realized it. <laughs> What was it? What was it? I like. I typed it somewhere, or oh, it was in a. It was in a text message. Faith is written. You know, just kind of sitting by. Just kind of looked over and said, "The real TK." She's like, "Why is Azar calling you the real TK?" Or like, I'm like, "Oh, or calling you the fake TK?" I'm like, "Why? Why would she take?" Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's all right. It took me a year and a half to realize why you would call yourself Mott Spock too. <laughs> oh, like, either gets it right the, away. the episode of the shining wizards where it was, was it matt saying it's because it's his name backwards and kevin was like no way wait a minute <laughs> also i think we should confirm will are you watching the youtube link i pulled up the youtube link excellent excellent i left the dodgy japanese chinese website whatever billy billy is yeah. Just click on the wrestling links. Don't <laughs> click on anything else. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it'll get the job done. But yeah. fortunately, it's on YouTube. It is on the YouTube. All right, I'm re- I've been ready. So, whatever yeah. you guys are. Are we doing a 3 2 1 go? Yeah. So, all right, everybody ready here. So, 3 2 1. Real quick, before we go with the watch along here, here's your boy High Five Tom. Uh, just doing a quick promo here for Visionaries Global Media. Uh, just to put over all the shows here on Visionaries Global Media. Uh, so make sure you are linked and subscribed so you will be able to catch great shows like Nattering with the newly added to Visionaries Global Media, where Brundon himself uh, is on uh, was on this week's episode uh, with SJ as they go over the best uh, 90s quote-unquote rock band. Uh, you can also catch Good Cop, uh, Bad Cop. Uh, that drops also on Saturday, the same day as Ring of Honor Revelry, uh, with Graham, former guest of the show, uh, good friend of the show, Matt Attack UK, and uh, Nishkai. Also, you can catch all this that Brett talks about in this episode. Uh, we will be getting some new episodes of the Phoenix Splash podcast with our good friend, Mr. JCB, of also Band from Ringside, which drops every Friday here on Visionaries Global Media. 
uh, and stay tuned. Uh, hopefully, we do get some BFTR with Chad and Diesel here in uh, the near future. And um, yes, yeah, make sure uh, you check out the back catalog. And uh, as Will always reminds me, uh, the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup that drops every Wednesday. Uh, big week coming up for the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup, but uh, stay tuned to that feed. And also, uh, we are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, uh, so make sure you enjoy all these great shows here on the Shining Wizards Network. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, 
We've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is radioactive metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Let me go full screen here up in this bitch. Roll full details. You know what I do hate about like the the ROE or the Honor Club now is like on all all the old stuff that's on there, like you can't hear the music. Like during the entrances, it's just like silence. Yeah. The, they had the best. The, audio, the audio is shoddy. Yeah, it's like TK, you shell out enough money on like licensing for all these songs. It's like, can't you have afford this? Yeah, it was like that on the old Honor Club too, and I didn't figure it out till later on. Oh, it was like that already. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, they they said piss poor audio. But they're, I mean, they took a lot of shit. All, I mean, yeah. Honor Club. This might not even be on Honor Club. Yeah. I'm looking at. Does anyone know where this match is offhand? I can look it up. Not. Oh, good. I hear the final countdown. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right, this. I'm gonna guess Chicago. I get no. It's Woodbridge, Connecticut. Oh wow! The Connecticut Sports Center. Hmm. Approximate 500 in attendance. Lucky bastards. Yeah. 29th, 2005. Alex Shelley versus Claudio. Dials versus Aries. Azriel and Davy Andrews defeat Jason Blade and Kid Makazaki. Kid Makazaki, I remember him. There he is. Looking forward to when the apron bump gets to this show. <laughs> AJ Styles defeated Austin Aries in the co main event, though. Nice. God, I wish Austin Aries wasn't a horrible human being. Me too. From this area. I was at an event once when uh, some guy in the crowd, uh, Austin Aries comes out, he jumps on the apron, and a guy in the crowd yells at him, Austin, what's your tattoo mean? Aries turned around and goes, means fuck you. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> well, Brett, what were you thinking when you were just thinking Roddy and Danielson? Or was like, I want to watch these. Well, I think I said before we started, it's like I was of matches I know I hadn't seen that I knew were going to be good matches. It was Roddy or Samoa Joe with both guys, you know, being very relevant again in AEW too. It's like, I know, I, and I haven't seen much Roddy or Joe in Ring of Honor, too. You know, a handful of each. So, 
that's uh, kind of how that stemmed. I think, Tom, you may have even been the final nail of, like, let's do Roddy. Um, so here we are. I was so excited when I heard it was Roddy. <laughs> this is, like, right when he's breaking out and, like, really starting to have, like, a huge year or two. Yeah. God, Danielson looks like goddamn young. I know. Roddy has, Roddy has, I mean, obviously he looks a lot younger, but he hasn't, he's aged very well. For this being 19 years ago or 18 and a half years ago. He's probably like 21 in this match. Yeah, because not even 40 yet, so. Oh my God, I forgot. Todd Slater's got the Chomo fucking mustache on. And he's kind of thin. Yeah, this is before he gained it all back. You plug because, like I always say, it's our podcast. But yeah, Will right now, Will and I right now, we're uh, heading towards Roddy versus Cedric Alexander. Because Cedric Alexander keeps using the lumbar check in Roddy's hands. You mentioned Azrael before. I think the year before, I was at an event where Roddy Strong broke his chest open with chops, and he was bleeding from his chest. <laughs> Always gotta love them when that happens. Yeah. That's probably actually true at this point that this is the biggest match of Roddy's career. Oh yeah. I forgot to ask earlier, have you guys, um, I know you've seen it, Brandon, but Will and Brett, have you guys seen the main event, the main event for the First Ring of Honor show? Of this show? No, uh, First Ring of Honor show ever, the era of, era of Honor Jim. Oh, yeah, well, it's like a triple threat, right? Yeah, Loki, Danielson, and Chris Daniels. Yes, I've seen it once. I can't say I remember it very well. That was definitely in the... The COVID times where I was just watching any and all old great wrestling. <laughs> it was awesome. Will, you see that match? Tom, what do you what do you think? Wait, let's be real here, Tom. <laughs> we've, we've been doing this show for for a while now. <laughs> Never know. Weird things have happened. He did say. Will did say earlier, and I quote: "I haven't seen shits." <laughs> I have a thing about, like, I only really go back and watch stuff for this podcast. Or, like, every now and then, or if there's something that, like, somebody calls out, like, a particular match, like, I'll go back and watch that match. But, like, I'm not one to just go back and... I thought I would be, especially when, like, the the E-Network first uh, was a thing. It's like, oh, I can go back and watch all these pay-per-views. And the only ones I really went back and watched were the ones that I watched in real time. Like, I didn't watch any of like, the other ones. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really interested. Yeah, I'm just a freak. I just don't like wrestling. I'm like Tony. I don't like wrestling. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't try that whole fucking break his arm move. That shit was Not yet. Yeah. Do you guys know, is this Roddy's first shot at the world title? So he didn't have one against... Get- no. Uh, he- oh, right. I believe he had punk, uh, one against Punk. Okay. Is that the one? 
Yeah, he definitely had one against Punk once. Uh, he didn't have one against Gibson. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. He also looking at cops too. Body just looks so generic, but then you start watching a wrestler like this guy really. Now, I feel like he say what you will about it, but his just promo and character work has been so much better than I expected. Like when he was yeah. in NXT in WWE, it's like he always just felt so bland to me. Granted, he didn't get a ton of opportunity to talk, but like I just always looked at him as like a wrestler and nothing else. And with the AEW, like a lot of the Adam stuff, like a lot of it was funny. Some of it was not, but I thought he, by and large, did a did a good job. In NXT too, he was like, he was always with somebody who was more entertaining than him too. Yeah. Like he was with Adam Cole, he's with yep. Kyle O'Reilly, but he still was Stokely. workhorse in that group. Yes. Like, Still yeah. really good in the ring, but yeah, out of the ring, he didn't really, he didn't need to do anything. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Nice little butterfly. Ah. <laughs> like you watch a Brian Danielson match, it just hurts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks so effortless. I mean, he and Zack Sabre Jr. both, and that's why those matches have been so damn good. They're, they are the two best, period. And they've both got the vicious side, which, you know, you see in ROH Danielson. You'd see glimpses in WWE. You definitely see it in AEW. But ZSJ, not that he hasn't had it, but recently you've just been seeing that nastier side of him a lot more recently, and I fucking love it. He had that in PWG when I was watching that for a while. See, I'll admit I have not watched much PWG. Just that, you know, I never had the DVDs, and it's just yeah. always hard to find on the internet. Like, certainly been matches here and there that I've seen. I used to try and get there. I, I was uh, keeping up for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they were the first ones to run... ZSJ versus Pentagon when Pentagon was in Lucha Underground. Mm. It was like, holy shit, this match is happening? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. 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 Right out of his mouth. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> And now Daniel's like, whoa, no, no. <laughs> like what you were saying with Roderick, uh, or uh, with Danielson and Zach about their, their stuff looking like it's brutal and everything. Roderick, too, when he was a heel. I mean, when he's a face, too, but when he's a heel, just everything he does looks like it hurts like hell. Fucking Wait, he, he put he put, puts a little extra whip on it. Yeah. Yep. He has like a, I used to call it like dickhead offense. Like the <laughs> oh, stuff yeah. he did, he just looked like a total dick doing it. <laughs> I love that. 
Like I know he like his thing was supposed to be the backbreakers, but like the first like like when I was dabbling in Ring of Honor, one of their uh, New Japan shows that was on like their free TV, him and Shinsuke Nakamura. I just remember like the sick kick that he beat Nakamura with was just like had all the gas on it. It's like that looks like fucking hell. I want more of that. His chops got some fucking gas on them. Jesus. They do. That's why Steve Carino wants to ban the chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Cartwheels out. A couple monkey flip counters there. Oh. Yeah, this is pretty high octane. I mean, that's thing too, right? Roddy work. He can work so fast, but it's all still clean. Like he doesn't yeah. get sloppy when the the speed picks Chris. up. Nah. Of course, the crowd can't be breaking back. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they really didn't like Danielson for a guy they really loved. Also. <laughs> Right, have you ever seen Roddy in Japan at all? He did Dragon Gate. If any, I can't think of anything I've seen. Maybe a match or two, but nothing I can pinpoint off the top of my head. But Dragon Gate's something I've only seen like smatterings of here and there. Definitely a handful of Shingo matches. You know, some other stuff. Him and and Jack Evans were the first two Gaijin over in Dragon Gate. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I think they fought. Uh, what's his name? Yoshihiro. Yoshi. Yamato. No, oh. not Yamato. Yo- uh, fuck, I can't remember the other. I know it's the one guy with the weird hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I can't remember. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, I know. Like Ricochet and Pac were both there as well, and then Pac yeah. came back. Like before he joined AEW, and he was the champ for a while, actually. Seidel too. Seidel yeah. was their champ for a while. The Bucks. Then didn't he get like busted with weed or something? That? that was in uh, that was in New Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he got busted with weed and he never went back. Yeah, they liked him a lot. He was like junior tag champ. Over I mean, he's the perfect fit, you know, yeah. for your style over there. God, Roddy's debut in NXT was because that's right when I first started watching NXT. I don't know why they didn't give him the belt against Bobby Roode, but Bobby Roode. <laughs> that was so awesome. The first, like when that first popped off, so good. I think I told you this before, but you know that Faith and I are our entrance song for our wedding is glorious. I think you have awesome. told that, and that's glorious. I have a my brother's wedding is this year, and they said you could use whatever wrestling song you have, and I may go with glorious. Actually, <laughs> I was my wife and I actually came out to Ryan Danielson's song when he uh, WWE the Flight of the Valkyrie. The, the oh, Flight no. of the Valkyries. Yeah, because we all did wrestling songs at my wedding, also. That my was brother. my alarm sound for the longest time on my phone, so nothing 
gets you up in the morning, like fighting the Valkyries. <laughs> Danielson just being mean here. Right, it's the dickhead offense. It's like the, he knows yeah. he, he's got trees and just like poke at you, pull at you. Just ripping at the nose. <laughs> I wonder if he was, I guess he wasn't doing I Got Till Five yet. I don't feel like we see a lot of wrestlers really do play the five count anymore, and that really bums me out. That was like one of the things he did, too. So it's not even in the video games. Remember, like, No Mercy, you could hold that, you hold up to the five count, whereas now it's like, oh, it's a rope break. It's like, I don't want to let go, though. <laughs> I, got, I, I got the count of five. <laughs> if you go back to the Super Nintendo Monday Night Raw game, that same thing. Oh, they would yeah. would let you choke somebody for about five seconds. I played that game a lot. Me and too. had the Royal Rumble one as well, but, like, which was a, like a year or two before, but like we got that after the Raw game, you know? Yeah, that Raw game was so good. It's hitting people with buckets. I, th- <laughs> I think I had the Super Nintendo game, or the, the Royal Rumble game, rather. And the I, entrance song. So good. I used to like slamming Yokozuna with Luna Vachon. <laughs> and who wouldn't like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was such a fun game. Oh. Ouchie. Can you need me in the head like that? I'm dead. I'm done for a week. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but yeah, I took my first chair shot a couple of weeks ago. ICW? Yep. Not intentional. Where'd you take <laughs> Where'd you film piece? Oh, wow. Yeah, right there in the hairline. It didn't split me open, though. It's kind of dumb, but... How'd that happen? My buddy Tom, he train wrecked. Um, like, hold the chair up, so he threw the guy into it, and bam, he had the same face. Damn. Who was he wrestling? Tom, uh, this, this guy Tom was holding the chair, but not prepared to, like, hold the chair. Right. <laughs> Some guy named the Dev? I've never heard of this guy. Oh, I know the Bev. He was part of... Uh, Four for oh for Ohio. There's a uh, Ricky Shane Page's group and uh, the a case cover. D or B? A B E V. Oh no, it's D. He's oh, Dev. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of the kid. Hmm. Ron, did you watch any uh, Ruthless Pro Wrestling? No, I haven't. Is that near, or where's that at? It's actually based out of uh, Brett's neck of the woods. Uh, they're oh, out okay. Of- where at? Toledo. Okay. That's probably like three, three and a half hours from here, but not too far. But uh, they run Chicago a lot, though. Uh. Yeah, Dr. Redacted moved to Chicago, so we're going to see a lot of Dr. Redacted, so. Good stuff. I like him. Yeah, I took a missile fucking light tube shot from that guy, too, right in the shoulder. I didn't realize that podcast with a fucking hardcore legend here. 
<laughs> Schlack better watch out. Tom Cop, the Moxbox, is going to come for that XPW title. You don't call Mick Walkie Tom for nothing. Oh, that's right. Bang, bang. <laughs> Ripping at the toes again. I've had tubes land at my feet. I've never had them hit me, though. Yeah, well, that's a good way of putting it. Dickhead wrestling. That's a... Uh... Oh... Oh. God, that looks painful. Right, you know Todd Sinclair's not going to fucking do anything. He <laughs> yeah. just looks so goddamn young, too. He was. <laughs> he started at, years ago at like we 17, 18. Then. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just checked by the way. Roddy just turned 40 in July. Okay. What day? Uh, July 26th. Okay. Brian Danielson is so fucking good. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Ban the chop. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not safe. They're uh, dangerous. I always felt Roddy had an underrated drop kick. Yeah. I mean, it's not as good as the romantic touches drop kick, but I mean. And who is? Yeah. Besides maybe Hardcore Holly. Oh, Red Titus. Another great drop kick. Yeah, people don't like Danielson in this No, he was a dick. Yeah, I mean, look <laughs> at what he's been doing. Just being mean. Dickhead offense. Ooh, like flip over the ropes. I like that. Yeah, that was nice. Well, you should patent that dickhead offense thing. <laughs> another five Put on a t-shirt. Another $5,000 check for us. Wow, in the front row. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even know what he's dressed up as. He looked like that uh the magician from nineties WWE Phantasmo. God, I can't believe I didn't take a job from Takesha when I had my chance. <laughs> when was the chance? Uh, he was at Warrior Wrestling last March. Okay. At the Bendix Arena in uh um oh my god, where's Notre Dame play? Oh South Bend. Yes. That's a shit over. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I remember Warrior been through there a few times, but it's a beautiful arena though. It's in the college, yeah, in college, not in Notre Dame, but it's like a lecture hall. Hmm. Tom, were you were you listening to the Wizards when uh, Bowman took the chop from Dan Moff? No, 
I've seen that. That clip. was a riot. Yeah. Oh, that was a, to to listen to that and having that moment of silence where it's like, oh no, I've oh seen no! It. Like the longer this pause, the longer this pause is going, the more nervous I'm getting for this person. <laughs> Dan Moff hits hard, but uh, I have seen our uh, our network mate, Mister Bill Vaggy, over at Band from Ringside. Keep playing the I take a chop from Kurt Stallion though. Huh. Isn't that their pinned tweet on their Twitter, I think? That video? I can't tell you the last time I've been on Twitter. Because <laughs> today? Well, other than getting the link, yeah. I just <laughs> don't really use it anymore. You're not missing it. Nope. Now that we've been not doing BBB for a bit, like, just, yeah. No need. Whoa! <laughs> Dick head. <laughs> yeah, Tom, would you want to cheer for this guy? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I thought. <laughs> say, yeah, but. Uh, gonna rip his nose off. I know. Right, Sinclair's counting. It's like, why? He, he's on the ropes. <laughs> yeah, count him out. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this match's been going on for twenty plus minutes. He's not even breathing heavy. Yeah. No. He was the 60-minute man at this point. Again. Oh. There's a backbreaker. Oh. Is that the first pin attempt? I think so. Could be. Yeah, 20 minutes in. Oh, stronghold. Str stronghold. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Remember that time I met Roderick Strong and I was wearing a speedball of my Bailey t-shirt? That was wonderful. Yeah. Way, way to go, go Tom. <laughs> you fucking mark. Yep. <laughs> that is an accurate statement. That's why I just wear Shining Wizards t-shirts to wrestling shows. Yep. The ECW mock-up one, people love that shit. I wear the kick logo. Nobody really says anything about it. I wear the ECW one. Like, yo, that shirt's sick. What's <laughs> the Shining Wizards? Tune <laughs> in Monday nights. Right, I got to get business cards. Start slinging out. It's like, here you go. Check them out. We've all been on the Shining Wizards. Oh, Hmm. Hey, Will, 
if they ever have yes. Kevin Kelly back on, I will pay for your Patreon fifty bucks that month, so you can go so, back so on I, with them. So I can ask another fucking shitty question. <laughs> <laughs> I I, th- I really did think about it way too much. Like I was, I got kind of caught up in the feeling like I need to make the moment count instead of like just asking something, and I. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say it's Matt's fault, but he kept sending me messages like, "You can jump in at any time." It's like I don't like I don't want to interrupt the flow. Like, yeah, he's talking. I don't want to. I don't want to derail it or anything. I've noticed most interviews are like KJG, like most of it, but he asked good questions. And. And like there, there are things in hindsight it would have been cool to ask, but they weren't really pertinent to like the, the bigger conversation. Oh yeah, a lion tamer action there. Oh, Old right, cool. lean into that shit. Yeah, even harder though. He like had the knee on the head and then moved it to the like back. Yeah, my chiropractor would be fucking grueling watching that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when we watched uh, Eddie Edwards and you do like the, the, the single leg crab or whatever, the boss crabbing is like kicking him in the back of the head while he's got the move on. It's like, what a dick. Yeah. Oh. Dude, in hindsight, it would have been cool to ask Kevin Kelly about like putting together like the Ring of Honor TV and like what it's like for them having to like do commentary where you're live, but you got to talk about like it's TV and putting it together, but it wasn't really pertinent to the conversation that they had him on for. So I turned like, oh, I'll try to ask him something about like up and coming wrestlers and it just it wasn't good. Yeah, because he was doing every, his, everybody uh... shit on it. So <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> so Brett, did you uh, did you get a chance to meet Kevin Kelly at that Warrior Colts in Lindenburg? No. Yeah, peace out kind of early too. I think. I think you went early, and we all like went to get a bite to eat and get a beer or something. I can't believe I didn't fucking stop by and eat fucking Ninja Mac on that show, though. How dumb were we? <laughs> I knew who it was at the time too. I was a big fan. I mean, I mean, I'm a big Ninja Mac fan, but that Lucha scramble on that show was nuts. That's right. Warriors first. I need to. I have never been up there, but sometime when they have like pro wrestling re- revolver up in Dayton, I need to go to one of those shows. They've had some good cards. I just haven't been able to make it work. Those are, he brings in a lot of great talent for that. Yeah. Yeah, that Those cards look so good. Like wrestling prestige looks so good. There's a company out of Maine called Limitless that looks good, but it's like I just have nowhere to stay. And it's yeah. like two and a half hours from home. It's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like I just saw a company advertiser gonna have Chris Masters. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be in Maine. Cool. Where's this place? It's like four hours up in like the northernmost part of Maine. I'm like, who's gonna go to that? <laughs> no, there's some people. People don't live up there, so. <laughs> I mean, my buddy Tommy runs in Pembine, Wisconsin, which is half an hour from anywhere. 
It's kind of fun to have the destination. I've thought really hard about going to a show or two over uh, WrestleMania weekend. Philly's about two and a half hour drive. Nice. Yeah. If anything, it would probably oh. be Bloodsport. Bloodsport is going to be in Japan. Yeah, that's right. 30 minutes in, we've got our second pin attempt. This, I think this might be the only match I've ever seen where Roderick Strong is like huffing and puffing every now and then. <laughs> Speaking of WrestleMania. I'm digging this like surfboardy thing here using the legs. Oh. That was very nice. The hubris. He left himself wide open. Yep. That was beautiful. You know, against anybody else, he probably would have but against Daniel, against Brian Danielson, that's that's wide open. All all four limbs were exposed. <laughs> Cattle mutilation, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ooh. I thought he was going for the nose again. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there's Terry Silken talking to somebody. Well, Joe Poff on this show, all right, Brett? <laughs> That's right. Those are so good. I can go back and listen to those. <laughs> that was a, a good time. Oh, Brett, so if uh, WrestleMania 41 does turn to Minneapolis, you want to come up? I think I could uh, be interested in that. Yeah. Is that the rumor? Yeah, it's been going circulating for a while. So. I think I've heard that. It's just been a minute. They just announced for one of the uh, wrestling... I think it's like uh, USA versus the world or something. Masato Tanaka versus uh, Josh Alexander. For one oh, of those wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, Daka can still go, man. He can. He's still a workhorse. I saw him in 2019 fight Brian Cage in one of those. Oh, I'm sure that was fun. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. They killed each other. Oh. Oh, mm. oh God. That, that was so painful. Danielson's just a fucking surgeon out there. Yep. I hate your fucking knees. <laughs> Take this old school Terry Funk spinning toe hold there. You gotta love it. This makes sense. I don't see that these days. But uh, yeah, Brett, that uh, that Roddy speedball match I saw that was the pro wrestling revolver too. Oh, nice. And that was Iowa. Yeah, they just had a card in. Uh, oh, Monster Sauce is on that card against. Um, they were in Texas though. Who the fuck did they wrestle? Oh, that's right, the Rascals. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking Roddy's actually sweating here. I mean, he's been getting his ass beat most of the match. Yeah, that's true. 
He's definitely had some offense, but probably 70-30 Danielson here. That sounds right. Oh, man, it's the figure eight. <laughs> My one buddy used to call that the web. as Charlotte's web. Like when she... <laughs> <laughs> we speak out about that. <laughs> I was Very like, yeah, but like, what? oh yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, it's the web. <laughs> we we loved it. That's clever, I like that. Yeah. I remember him doing a backbreaker against Samoa Joe like early in their careers and it looked so painful. Not even just for Joe, for Roddy. I was going to say. Even when Samoa Joe is a smaller fellow, he's still not a small fellow. Yes. Diving headbutt? No. Please, no. No. That was a staple. Oh, no. What? Diving. Oh. It was pre-murder, though, so you didn't go. Okay, but still. I thought Led said murder. Jeez, that was a fast count. Calm yeah. down, Todd Sinclair. Hey, you're going to give yourself a fucking heart attack, pal. Jesus. Now the pinfalls are coming. Or attempts. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, perfect flex. Yep. I will still always call it a perfect flex as well. Oh, yeah. That's a good sell to me by Roddy, but I don't think he's selling right here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like that was a that's a staple of both those guys the top rope superplex that was pretty yeah X book 
Oh, God. <laughs> that was called the stronghold. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a better variation of Jerrica's old lion team. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. That got me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Looks like Sinclair might have hesitated on the count for a second, too, yeah. dude. It looked weird. Like, he slid into position and then, like, didn't count right away. Okay, so I wasn't good. Okay, I wasn't with me. Yeah, it was, something was off there a little bit. Getting hungry. He's been out there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get that man a burger. It matched Berg. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fucking ban him. Damn, now. Oh, <laughs> Call it, Todd. <laughs> Dead weight. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, 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 yeah. This is great. I've never seen that kind of Hulk up before. Oh, wow. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> That is one of the wildest last 40 seconds of a match <laughs> I've seen. And I did not think we were like, I didn't think the finish was coming that soon. Holy shit. I, I remember that finish and I was, okay. couldn't wait for it to come. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> now that's good podcast material. <laughs> wow. <laughs> If you could see mine and Tom's faces right <laughs> Danielson looks fucking legit pissed too. Yeah. I wonder if he wasn't supposed to fucking knock him out. I don't think he was supposed to knock him out. No. All right. Who wants to explain that fucking ending? Because I don't have the words for it. Yeah. Well, that's really why we got three more matches after this one. That's for sure. I think that might be the only one I can do tonight. I got to work at eight a.m. But no, def- no, no, I don't. I don't want to watch anymore yeah. either. And th- I know. So I think that one was thirty-seven minutes, and I think the next two are like forty-seven and like fifty something. Wow. So next two are even longer. So what? He just got him into a fucking arm bar, leg arm. Yeah. Bar? So it's like he was hooking the arm for like the label lock, but also yeah. like he just like sat in on like the arm and just like short armed him and just. Like body weighted it, but there was like Roddy I, tapped and was like out of there. Like he was like up the ramp, so it's like ooh. I'm rewatching it. I'm like, yeah, I think uh, he caught more of that elbow than he was supposed to, and Danielson was pissed. Yeah, 
God damn. Oh, yeah, he was out. Danielson. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it looks it looked <laughs> it looked like it. But his reaction is like he immediately like snapped back, like shook it off, and snapped back. I've never yeah. seen that before. Yeah, it wakes up. Slap, slap, slap. Yeah. He goes for the fucking takedown. Yeah, yep. double leg. Yep, and then he, yeah, gets him in the Yeah, gets him in the arm bar of his leg. What the fuck? <laughs> it was like 20 seconds basically from like knockout to finish. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was something. Yeah. The message board exploded the next day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that flew by, too. It really did for 37 minutes, I think it was. That like Danielson's career, like, as somebody who I didn't know him from Ring of Honor, I knew him as the guy who was on, like, NXT part of the NXT group and then like was in WWE or whatever. You, it, you almost feel cheated <laughs> that you, you know him as Daniel Bryan. You know, like that's what I got where it's like, he was great. Like his in-ring work was great. His character work was great, but it's like, but he wasn't Brian Daniels. He wasn't that. Or, yeah. That's but why that- when, when he was feuding with Punk, everybody was so excited, like, oh, we're going to get the old Brian Danielson back. Here's an indie guy from his early career. I remember they still had a couple pretty good matches, but nothing like that. No, no. But we've got to see that Danielson again in AEW, and it's, like I said earlier, it's just been a fucking treat. But yeah, it's like knowing all of this incredible Ring of Honor stuff was happening before the WWE run is just wild. And it wasn't just ROH. He had uh, shit in PWG. He had New Japan, FIP. I think he was in Noah for a little bit as well. Yeah, 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 he was Noah, big Noah run. IWA Mid South once or tw- a couple of times, just killed it everywhere. Twelve seconds. <laughs> Twelve seconds. <laughs> he woke up to the time he tapped him out. Wow. wow. <laughs> I, well, I kind of dig that though. I kind of dig that it wasn't just building it up to like, oh, here's the big like finale spot. It's just like we're just gonna like rip through it right now. So whether it was planned. To end that abruptly, or if that was like a legit tap out, or it's like, all right, like, be curious to know, you know, maybe if you ever see him, Tom, you can ask him. Yeah. I... Next time you see Roddy, make sure you wear his shirt and then you could ask him. Yeah. <laughs> no, scout out ahead of time, find out whose opponent is, order a shirt because you probably won't have one. I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of fucking shirts. Or buy it. Buy it at the merch table in front of him, then walk over after you put it on. Have him sign, have signed said person's fucking picture. (laughs) I mean, I'll see Jimmy Jacobs tomorrow. Maybe he knows. (laughs) 
Be like, hey, remember when uh, you you hit Danielson in 2005? Was that like a shoot, brother, or like? <laughs> wow, that was fucking redonk, dude. That was. <laughs> it really was. Now I can't wait to see number two. Yeah. It's and remember, it's a week later, so this will be very, very fresh. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm wondering if they had to move something around, like somebody got hurt or something, and it was like a week later. Man, wow. Um, well, I don't know offhand, but may, do we want to try maybe target a week later for the <laughs> next I don't know if any. I don't think I have anything next Thursday. Yeah, I can try. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. But definitely would like to do it. You know, sooner than later. Yeah, wow. definitely. Like within the next, you know, few weeks. I leave. For, I leave for a work trip on March seventeenth. So if we, I think getting it in before then, if we could, would be nice. You leave on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I'm going to Vegas too. Oh, wow, that's awesome! I spent a, I spent a uh, St. Patrick's Day in Vegas once. Yeah, it's not going to be much of a party trip, but you know we'll still be having some, having a little fun at times. But it's uh, you're, you're good in Vegas. I don't think you can not not yeah. party at all. Exactly. Challenge exactly. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I like sleeping in hotel rooms, so you know I could probably do it. It is nice. 12 fucking seconds. <laughs> Are you just I mean, watching fair, loop? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're so stuck on this. I Do you think you could last 12 seconds against uh, a Brian Danielson? Fuck no. <laughs> Can you outrun him for 10? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't outrun him if the fucking the ring was fucking 60 foot by 60 foot. You see me run, Brendan? I'm not a runner. Neither am I. Me neither. I don't think I could even run for 12 seconds. <laughs> I was on the ambulance for like, and there's people like dying. I'm still not running. I'm like, I'll just walk this. I'll still be injured when I get there. Wow, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> yes. I probably shouldn't have said that on air. It's a good thing my license is not laughed. So laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all right. It's, it's, uh, there, there was a, there's a, a spoiler for when the episode that we recorded last night comes out. There's a there's there's a line where Tom said, "Do not clip this up." <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was it was too perfect because there was kind of like there was a silence right after because I wanted it to like settle in. It's like somebody's gonna clip this. <laughs> yep, I'm looking at you for each. If you clip that, Tom Tom's gonna wind up on Tony's soundboard. Yep, well, that'd be kind of cool. Well, um. Well, obviously, we've been mulling over the match, but what'd you guys think? I mean, obviously, that was well worth the wait. Two thumbs yeah. up for sure. Yeah, oh. that w- that was amazing. Now, Brunnen, even though you knew the end of the match, did it still did it still resonate? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. Like he knocks him out. Holy shit! And I, like I knew it was quick, but I didn't realize it was twelve seconds quick. That twelve seconds felt like a lifetime. Not yeah. for the first time either. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what do you even call that move? I mean, just like a leg arm submission? or <laughs> I'm going to break your fucking leg or yeah. arm. 
Yeah, it was just like, yeah, I mean, you pissed Danielson off, you see what happened, so. Yeah. Mess with the bull, get the horns. And he was being such a little dickhead the whole time, too, but he got the last laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and he listened. Yeah, he was shoot pissed, man, so I wonder, yeah, it'd be interesting if we can do some digging, so. I'll ask my sources. Hell, yeah. I have sources, so. Yeah, you do. Unless it happens in ICW Milwaukee. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Will, do you, Will, you got any thoughts on this? I'm still fucking buzzing here a little bit. No, I'm sharing the sentiments of everybody else. This was a hell of a match. You know, as, as somebody who's already a Roderick fan, already a Danielson fan, uh, this was really fucking good. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it was a fuck of a match, Tom. Yeah. That was de- definitely a, pretty much the definition of a fuck of a match for sure. So, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, Danielson is—I didn't know coming in who would be heel face, but it was pretty clear early that Danielson was the heel. Which, in my head, I just kind of thought Roddy would be, but I get you know it makes sense. But um, you know, we talked a lot about just Danielson dickhead offense ripping at the nose probably what fifty times throughout like oh, yeah, lot, lot, lots of face gouging. Yes, like he was in control the majority, but Roddy got some great offense. But the last, you know, third, they just really picked up the pace and the chops and slaps and strikes. And it's obviously great mat work throughout. Yeah, this was this was awesome. And like Brundon said, like it flew by for 37 minutes, whatever it was. And obviously the very unexpected and quick finish like that's. Just very, you know, unique and like Will said, who knows if that was planned or not, but it certainly worked. Hence finished a Brian Danielson versus Roderick Strong. Let's see what it's got to say. <laughs> I don't know much for that. Many words. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that was legit. It looked like it. I mean, they those what three, four seconds they were exchanging those forearms like they were pretty hard. Yeah, he didn't move either. Yeah, just the way he hoped up like that was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, that's what was it. Like it was an immediate like up and like shaking it off. Yeah, because sometimes I've been knocked out. I didn't fucking wake up all of a sudden. Sure. That's that's what makes me think it wasn't. But, I, I mean, I'm, his bell definitely got rung, whether well, he was down or not. I think it's like, too, Tom, is with the times you've been knocked out, you probably didn't have a crowd of 500 people watching you. Yeah, that's true. So if, if you're coming to it and you're like, fuck, I've got to, like. Yeah, that's a good get, point. I got yeah. to get back into this. That is a good point. And knowing that the end is pro- very close. Wow, this guy's a fucking jerk off. This is building to something particularly <laughs> special, but the finishing sequence was a disaster. The story of the match was Roddy giving himself a legitimate chance and winning by focusing all of his offense on attacking Brian's back. He really kept the match together, and the match was well on its way to being at least very good in the first good match of Brian's reign. And Roddy- Sky High? Yeah, who's this asshole? I'm not putting his name Somebody- on Tom, you, Tom's on Reddit, I think he said. So, I mean, just the bar's pretty low. Yeah, this is actually on WordPress. So, I don't know if this is this guy's blog or whatever. 
Roderick's accidentally shoot knocked Brian out. Brian then quote unquote woke up, snapped, and then she, she tapped out Roddy with a omoplata. Okay, ooh, you know your fancy name. Ooh. You know, a real MMA submission. This is garbage. Vince Russo, it's a shoot booking and make the company look stupid. It was straight garbage and ruined the match. Awful head up your ass booking. This guy's fucking stupid. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I'm not even gonna say his name. What a jerk face. No, no, so, some people just suck, Tom. It's like when we were when we uh, you know we just watched Mike Bennett Romantic Touch at uh Ronaldo Longo and the guy writing the review that I saw was like it's such a waste of Bennett. It's like it's just fucking fun, bro. Calm down. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> smarky me, smarky pan, so Oof. Um yeah, we will definitely have to do the second one here sooner than later. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Tom, how uh, many Roger Strong chops would, uh, would it take to get the center of a Tootsie Pop? Two and a half. <laughs> I think I think the Tootsie Pop would be on, on its way to the third one would just give up and give up the goods. So, wow. Yeah, that was a... Uh, that was great. Um, yeah, and hopefully this is, I mean, I would definitely recommend anyone listening uh, that you do watch along. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got the link in the show notes in here and everything, so. Um, if you listen this far in and you weren't watching along, what kind of animal are you? <laughs> I second that. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever kind of animal, we, we, we do appreciate it. But uh, before we pull a train into the station here, gentlemen, uh, any last words here before we uh, reconvene here in a week or two? Will you got anything? I got, I got nothing new. Check out past episodes. Check out the other shows on the Shining Wizards Network and Visionaries Global Media. Yeah, yeah. Brett, so you said there's some new Phoenix Flash podcast material coming out soon? Yeah, we should be recording this upcoming Monday um, and probably out by Wednesday, hopefully. It's been probably about a month since we have. We try and go every three weeks, but, you know, life gets busy. But And we did two pretty clo- close together with our awards show the last time, which was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I would say probably middle of next week you can expect a new episode, which, because it's been a while, we'll have a lot to talk about the new beginning shows for new Japan, including the two coming up this weekend and a bunch of other stuff. So, and yeah, just last words. Can't wait for number two, baby. Yeah. Brandon. Um, I'll put over the new show on visionary global nattering with a, uh, check out an episode. I just did on that one myself, Eric and SJ, we did a, uh, 90 top five, 90 rock bands. Nice. Which was a hell of a fun time. Was Mr. Big so, on the list? No, unfortunately, Mr. Big was not. Oh. But we definitely had a lot of... Uh, I've been thinking of it the last couple of weeks, and every day I remember a glaring band <laughs> that we forgot about. Oh, that's, that's the fucking worst. Yeah. My rock, I mean, was it like the straight rock bands or like any? Yeah, yeah, and for their like 90s work. Nice. So, so no Slayer? We should have done Slayer. They were in the 90s. Yeah, but they're rock. I mean, they're fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Another back, but Will and I pontificated about that last night. So, But gentlemen, thank you. This is a fucking blast. Um, sorry, it's been so long since we've been doing these, but like Brett said, just life, you know, yeah. every fucking nutcase. So, you know, 
That's why I shaved half my head. So that's how I roll. So, <laughs> um, but gentlemen, this is awesome. Uh, stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to everybody later. I will insert the plugs for the network uh, somewhere in this podcast. So we'll do that later. But I'll talk to you guys later. Oh, yeah. Thank See you. you. Pressure he can put in the back with that knee bone. Why don't try to keep an eye on the clock as well? Trying to turn him over. We're in perfect position here. The team needs to give it up. See the Roderick having trouble keeping him down with that knee. Try and turn himself here. Fighting for the hold once again. Knee into the back. Pulling him back to the center. Dancer is up. Only two. Excellent counter right there. Into a pin attempt that can't keep his shoulders down. Sinclair administering the count on both men. Both men struggling to get back to their feet. Roderick up first, but look at him. Still nursing those knees. Danielson draped across the second rope. Handful of hair from Strong. A chop to the chest. Dragon dishes it right back out. Forearm from the champ of the challenger fires back. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.